60,000 plus in deductions available for your small business. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's podcast, we want to talk about 60,000 plus of deductions that could be available for your small business, but you need to act kind of quick. So solo 401k is today's focus. Now you've probably heard me over the years talk about solo 401k is for small business owners. Uh, I've written two books on it. Um, it is the best retirement plan out there for the self-employed or the small business owner with no full-time employees. So on today's podcast, I'm going to talk about eligibility, why you need to set one up, why setting one up before 1231, 2022 makes such a major difference. Then ultimately, why it's so important um, from a tax and retirement standpoint to save through a 401k plan. So let's start off at the top eligibility. Who can set up a solo 401k? So two requirements. Number one, you need to have a business, right? It could be any business, could be selling um, shoes on eBay, could be selling necklaces on Etsy, be a lawyer, accountant, consultant. Um, a business is a business. You kind of know it when you see it. Not a hobby, right? So if you're selling a couple baseball cards on eBay, probably not a business, right? There needs to be the anticipation of revenue, not necessarily profit, but there needs to be the anticipation that you're going to make something, uh, at least gross, not necessarily net, but gross. Real estate's the only gray area, right? We know there's millions of businesses that are passive real estate businesses. Like I have real estate. It's not my business. I have some rental properties. I follow Schedule E as an Edward. I don't pay Social Security or self-employment tax on that income, but it's still passive income, right? Is it a business? No, I'm not treating it as a business. I'm treating it as passive. We also know on the flip side, millions and millions of Americans treat real estate as their business, whether they're a realtor, a developer, flipper, contractor, whatever it is, they're involved in the real estate business. So how do you turn real estate into an active business? If you're self-employed or have a single member LC, well, you move it from a Schedule E to a Schedule C as in Charlie. Yes, that will subject that net income to self-employment FICA taxes, but the flip side is deductions will be able to reduce your net income. And whatever that net income is, it is available to be contributed to a 401k or an IRA. So the advantage is, hey, you go from E to C, Yes, there's potentially 15 or so percent of Social Security FICA taxes on that net income, but you can then take a lot of that income, and we'll see in a minute exactly how much, and then move it into a 401k. So you're really potentially um, reducing that net taxable income, putting it into a retirement plan instead of giving it to Uncle Sam, and hopefully um, benefiting today by way of a deduction and in the future by way of deferral. The only difference between E and C from a real estate standpoint, passive or active, is the Social Security FICA, that 15%. Right? You still pay tax on your rental real estate. You just aren't going to pay Social Security FICA if you're treating it as a passive activity versus an active business. So now that's the first eligibility. You have a business. okay? And as I mentioned, most cases, super clear. Real estate, a little bit of gray. But you have the flexibility to kind of go either way. Second is you can have no full-time employees. Full-time means 1,000 hours or three consecutive years of 500 hours. 
that are non-owners and non-spouses of owners. So you can have owners and their spouses work over a thousand hours, and that still allows you to have a solo 401k. So even if you have seven owners and their spouses, so 14 people, as long as you have no non-owner spouses, employees, you can set up a solo K for those individuals. Now, only people that earn compensation from the business would be eligible to make contributions to the plan, but you can still have a solo. What happens if you have employees? Well, just like if you work at Apple or Tesla or Ivory Financial, you're going to need to uh, set up a regular ERISA 401k, which is still great, but we'll see in a couple minutes that you're not potentially going to be able to put away as much money and may not have as much investment diversification options because the plan is subject to various ERISA um, fiduciary rules. So those are the two requirements. One, U.S. business. Two, no full-time employees other than owners and spouses. Full-time employee means 1,000 hours during the year or three consecutive years of 500 hours or more. Okay, so now we know what the eligibility requirements are. Okay, so hopefully you're listening or watching this on YouTube and you're saying, okay, I think I'm in live. I think I potentially can do this thing. Question two, why should I do it, Adam? Why are you talking 60,000 plus of deductions? Why am I listening to this? Well, in 2022, you can put away, if you're under 50 years old, 61,000 bucks. If you're over 50, 67,500. Okay, so let me break that down for you. So there's two components to making 401k contributions. One is the employee deferral and two is the employer profit sharing. So let's talk about one. Employee deferral. In 2022, dollar for dollar, you can put away 20,500 if you're under 50 years old or 27,000 if you're over 50. So that means if you made 40,000 bucks and you are able to put away 20,000 bucks, you could reduce your $40,000 in taxable income down to 20. So now you only pay tax on 20,000 bucks and that $20,000 goes into a 401k plan, which number one gives you that deduction. And number two, that money now is in the 401k plan it can grow without tax. That is known as tax deferral, compounding returns, eighth wonder of the world, Albert Einstein, you hold, you heard my spiel before, eight years, assume you average an 8% rate of return, your money should double every eight years, okay? So you get two monster benefits, deductions up front and power of deferral going forward. So that's the employee deferral, 20,500 or 27,000 if you're over 50. Then the employer contribution, which is 20% if you're of your net schedule C, if you're a sole proprietor or a single member LLC, or 25% of your W-2, up to a maximum when you combine the employee and the employer of 61,000 or 67,500 if you're over 50. So we'll go through some examples, but just remember the employee deferral could be pre-tax or Roth. For purposes of today's podcast, we're gonna talk pre-tax because why? We wanna generate deductions, right? Why are deductions important? You saw my example, or you heard of my example, you earn 40,000, you can get $20,000 deductions. Now you only pay tax on 20,000. I'm a tax lawyer. I can remember my first tax course back in 1998, Federal Income Taxation One. One of the first, probably one of the first things that came out of the professor's mouth was a good tax lawyer does the following. Generates deductions, finds ways to generate deductions for their clients, 
or finds ways to either defer or eliminate tax. If you can do one or two of those things, that's an accomplishment, you've done your job. So what are 401k contributions doing? Well, number one, if you are doing pre-tax, you're getting the deduction, okay? So put my tax lawyer hat back on, accomplish my goal. And number two, the money's in a 401k and not in your pocket, which means it's gonna grow without tax. Why? Because 401ks and IRAs are exempt from tax as per section 501, section 401. Okay, so that's why I love this industry. That's why I got into this industry. It is an ideal fit for a tax lawyer. Again, why? Because you generate lots of deductions. And number two, you take advantage of the power of tax deferral. This is music to a tax attorney's passion. Okay, it's like uh, classical music, um, you know, teacher being able to go back in time and listen to Mozart or Beethoven. Like, this is it. This is the Super Bowl if you're an NFL player. Like for me, for any tax lawyer, the retirement system is such an ideal fit because it takes advantage of two of my goals. Number one, get deductions. Number two, defer as much tax as I can and figure out a way to keep pushing it, pushing it forward. So when you add the employee deferral and the employer contribution, 61,000 or 67,500 if you're over 50. Those numbers are going to go up a bit in 23 to 66,000 if you're under 50 or 73,500 if you're over 50. But that's in 23. We're talking 22 taxable year. So why am I doing this podcast today? Well, if you want to take advantage of maximum deductions for 22, you need to set up a solo 401k in 22. Why? If you set a solo K up in 23, you're only going to be able to take advantage of employer contributions, that 20 or 25%. You're not going to be able to get the employee deferral, the 20,500 or the 27,000 if you're over 50 for 22. You can, you can take advantage of more deductions for 23, but let's focus on 22 because we still have you know under 30 days left before the end of the year. This is the time to kind of put our thinking caps on and figure out the best way to maximize deductions. You're going to thank me when it's April 15th and you got to write a check to Uncle Sam. Say, like, oh my God, thank God I listened to that podcast or watched that video from that guy, Adam, with the crazy curly hair because he's telling me how I could save taxes. And again, not everyone could put away 20500 or 27000 or 50000 I get it. I get it. But every dollar matters. Even if you can put away 5K or 7K or 10K, that money is going to reduce your taxes. So if you made 80 grand and you can get a $10,000 deduction, paying tax on 70. Then you maybe have other standard or itemized deductions that can reduce your tax further. With the retirement account, other than charity, um, the retirement account, especially the solo K, is probably going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. It's going to give you the best opportunity to maximize deductions because the amounts are so high. Okay, traditional IRA is 6,000 or 7,000 if you're over 50. A SEP IRA, which you guys probably heard of, will give you a maximum of 61,000, no catch up if you're over 50, but a SEP IRA is just a pure profit sharing plan. So all you're gonna be able to do is either 20% if you're a sole proprietor or single member LLC, or 25% if you're a W-2, C or S Corp or partnership. So for example, I've used this example many times, I'll use it again. It, it illustrates the, the value of the solo 401k. You make 100,000 bucks, you're 55 years old. 
Okay, let's just say you're, you have an S corp. Okay, so you make $100,000 W-2. You're watching this video, you're listening to the podcast, say, oh, this guy seems to know what he's talking about. Um, he's a tax lawyer. Okay, so let's let's figure this out. So I'm gonna set up a solo K22. I made 100K, my business did okay. I have some extra cash lying around. Let's talk about maximizing my deductions. If I did a SEP IRA, I could do 25,000. 25% of 100K. It's good. Nothing wrong with that. Very good. Solo K, I can do $27,000 for dollar plus 25,000. Give me 52,000. Double, more than double the SEP IRA. So, whoa, 52 or 25. Even my nine-year-old kid knows which wins. Okay, so if you look at that, if you add the fact that with a solo 401k, there's a loan option where you can borrow tax-free $50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less. Great. You can also do Roth if you don't want to maximize deductions one year. SEP IRA is always pre-tax. Okay, what else? With a solo K, if you want to do real estate, you can use leverage or a non-recourse loan to buy real estate and not be subject to a tax known as unrelated business taxable income tax, which applies when a retirement account, an IRA, I should say, uses a non-recourse loan to acquire real estate. There is a specific exemption for 401k plans. Another win. So when you add all this together, that's why I'm focusing on the solo K in today's podcast slash video is, again, if you have extra money lying around, you are eligible. You have a small business, you're self-employed, no full-time employees other than the owners or their spouses. And you're thinking deductions, deductions, deductions. When April 15th rolls around, I want to pay the least amount legally I have to. Okay. 401k is a massive opportunity to really reduce income. There's charity, there's whether you do a standard deduction or an itemized deduction, maybe there's state and local taxes, mortgage interest deduction, maybe you have excess medical cost, God forbid, seven, five, more than 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. But the 401k, solo K is just the easiest, um, most available uh, massive deduction that you can tap into. And um, $60,000 plus. So if you had a really good year, okay, and yeah, I know the investment marketplace it performed very poorly this year. Equities, cryptos, gold, even real estate, the last quarter has been great. Uh, I've seen my statement. I'm sure you guys have seen your statements. Uh, I'm, I'm down this year. Um, it's been a pretty crappy year, but business-wise, people are doing well. We saw uh, unemployment numbers are still super low. Businesses are doing well. Yeah, maybe they're raising uh, prices, but generally most businesses are doing well. That means there's still available money. If you did well, you're going to want to generate deductions. How do you generate deductions? 401k is a great way to do that. What are another, just one other tip, and uh, I'll probably do another podcast on this. I, I did a YouTube live video um, la last week on this, but every taxpayer that has any investments probably has losses this year, okay? So that means you want to make sure that you talk to your account and before 1231, you have the ability to use $3,000 of capital losses to offset ordinary income, okay? Up to 3,000 bucks. So as long as you have some loser stock, which, you know, unfortunately we all do, um, at least everyone I've spoken to does. I spoke to one person actually who claims that their hedge fund is up 1%. Um, God bless them. But everyone else I've talked to, and I have lots of friends in the wealth management space, uh, I've worked, you know, some of the largest banks in the, in the world, 
they're all down seven to 15%. So for all of us, it's only 3000 bucks, but it's free $3,000 of deduction, where let's say you sell your Tesla, your Apple, whatever's down, and you just buy back 31 days later. Why 30 days? Because there's a wash sale rule where you can't buy back a lost position when you sell up within 30 days. So when you add 401ks, when you add, if you're going to itemize charity, state and local taxes, mortgage interest deduction, um, the $3,000 capital uh, to ordinary, which uh, is, is available even if you use the standard deduction, um, you can really start driving down your, your tax base, which um, again, that's the whole goal of this. We want to generate deductions. Credits are better, right? But credits are a lot harder to come by. What's a credit? Credit reduces the amount you have to pay, Uncle Sam, dollar for dollar, where deductions reduces your taxable income amount, right? So if you made 100K and you have a $20,000 deduction, you pay tax on 80. A credit means, oh, I owe the IRS 10,000 bucks, but I have a $3,000 credit, so I actually only owe them seven. So credits are better, just much more difficult to come by, but deductions are still good. So solo case, 61 or 67,500 if you max out, that's a huge chunk. And you don't just get the deduction, right? With charity, you get a deduction and the money, let's say, goes to you know, a church or to a great organization, which is super, super important and great. But with a 401k, you, you also get to benefit from, from that, yeah. Charity, you benefit too. Your church has more money or, or the um, Save the Kids Fund has more money or your local school, all that's great. But with a 401k, the money actually is in your retirement plan. So when you hit 59 and a half, you can live off that, right? And you can benefit that. You can buy your kids a house and you can go on vacation or whatever you want, buy yourself a car, right? Whatever you want to do, you can do it. So you get the two benefits, which not enough people understand. Tax deduction, current benefit today and down the road, benefit of deferral of having money in your retirement account that you could um, end up um, supplementing other income you have in your future, helping your family, yourself uh, out, which um, you know obviously is the name of the game. So just want to, again, focus on this. Um, I've done, obviously, over the years, lots of podcasts and videos on, on solo pays, but end of year, everyone, including myself, um, very good at procrastination, deflecting, uh, let's kick it down the, the, the curb. We'll deal with it next month. This is it. Time's running out. Clock is ticking. Another 25 days or so. Okay. This is it. We got to set it up before 1231. Why? Because you want to take advantage and get your employee deferrals. You can set it up in 23, but you're only going to get the 20 or 25% employer contribution benefit for 22. So why wait? Just set it up. You can pay. It's a tax deductible expense. Obviously, if you, if you, uh, pay through your business. Um, obviously, we'd love to help you set, set up a plan, but that's you know not really the point of today's podcast. The point is, hey, you need to understand what's available. The biggest issue people have is education. People don't even know these deductions are available. And that's kind of what I want to do. That's my charity is to say, hey, I went to law school. Uh, I got a master's in tax law. I spent <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars on my education. I worked for nine years in some of the largest law firms in the world. Uh, I've written eight books. Uh, I live, die, and breathe this stuff every day, okay? So if I can share my knowledge with all of you, we all win, right? People don't understand it's not a zero-sum game, right? I can benefit, so could you. We all can benefit from this education, and that is the most important part. Reducing your tax base today and having as much money in your pocket down the road 
where you could enjoy your life and your family could benefit. And you can also leave an everlasting legacy to your family. So by setting up a solo K, that is the best way to generate current deductions and also potentially um, build a strong um, you know, retirement future for you and your family. So that's it. Kind of went longer than I wanted, but um, you know, this is a, a topic that's near and dear to my heart. I really believe in the retirement system. It works. It's why there's bipartisan support. It's why it's the only, um, really the only area where Republicans and Democrats uh, agree and work together because it's based off math. Uh, humans can't screw it up. Um, put money in a retirement plan pre-tax, you get a deduction and your money grows without tax. You're generally going to have more money in a tax deferred account than if you pay tax every year on your gain. So it's common sense. My nine-year-old kid can understand it. The issue is no one talks to us about it. No one educates us. So hopefully I can do that. I can use some of my tax background, my law, tax law background to help all of you to reduce tax. Uh, I love government. Well, I love this country. I don't love big government. So if we could reduce and minimize the amount of money we give the IRS uh, and the government and maximize the amount that we can keep for ourselves and our family, we all win. And that's what I try to do. So uh, I'm going to share what I do uh, with all of you and hopefully help you guys out and your family. So thanks for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Don't forget to um, thumbs up or leave a comment. I personally respond to all comments. It may take me some time, but I'll get to them. So uh, feel free, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I'd love to hear from all of you. Thanks again for uh, spending some time with me today. Hope you are having an amazing holiday season. Get to spend some great time with your family and friends and um, look forward to talking to everyone again next week. Take care and have an amazing, amazing day.